some of the statistics that we pulled down when we were talking and sharing the opportunities that exist here is that this is a 1.3 trillion dollar industry globally. That's Jason Harkins, Associate Dean of the Maine Business School at UMaine, talking about the business of sports, an industry that is growing and evolving, employing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people worldwide. I'm Ron Lisnett, and this is the Maine Question Podcast. Whether it's Little League Baseball or youth soccer, Division I college athletics, the NFL or the Olympics, the business of sports is booming. There's a great need out there for people to manage and market teams, manage facilities, help athletes with their finances, and dozens of other areas in the field of sports management. UMaine now has a path for students to follow who want to enter this growing field with a major in sports management, the first official new major added to the business school in many years. The program at UMaine is working with an established major at the University of Southern Maine, as the state's Division I athletics program, UMaine has a number of attractive teams and opportunities for sports management majors to collaborate on, and the demand is there from current and incoming students. We talked about this major and the opportunities it presents with Jason Harkins and Morali Das, who teaches management in the Maine Business School. Earlier in his career, he saw firsthand what this world looks like working for a decade in the world of professional soccer. What kinds of career opportunities are out there in the world of sports? Our focus on this episode of The Main Question. Thank you both for taking the time to talk to us. This uh, sounds like a really interesting proposition you guys have going. Maybe first of all, I'll have both of you just say your name and what your title is so folks listening can tell who is who. So Jason, let's start with you. Thanks for having me, Jason Harkins. I'm the Associate Dean of the Maine Business School and an Associate Professor of Entrepreneurship. My name is Morali Das. I'm an Assistant Professor of Management at the Maine Business School. This is the first new major that's been added to the Maine Business Curriculum in, what, 56 years or so? Can you talk about the timing of this and why is now a good time for this to happen? That's a great question. And the, at the Maine Business School, we've been focused and remain focused on the business core, right? That, that there is a core set of skills that anybody in any organization working anywhere in the world benefits from having a deep education in. However, we have identified in the last couple of years some opportunities to really serve uh, unique populations in deep and meaningful ways by providing them opportunities to dive in and develop their expertise um, in an industry where we think that there, it, there is an enormous need for some kind of specialized set of training. And sport management is the first, uh, but surely not the last of those areas in which uh, we will we will develop a focus around uh, a major to serve those uh, industries and the opportunities that exist therein. Morali, does this feel like it was time to pull the trigger on this and this is a good time to really uh, get this going? Yeah, I'll add to what Jason said. Um, we, we've been both, uh, I would say, uh, forward-thinking and lucky in this. Uh, we started this uh, uh, discussions about the major way back in 2018 and then we got uh, lucky twice. One is in 2019 when we had a, a new dean, uh, the current dean, Faye Gilbert, executive dean. She came on board. She also had sports uh, industry experience, sports management experience. So she was 100%, I would say 110% supportive of this. And we had faculty who were interested. 
but it took almost two years to get the major uh, going through the rigorous process with the internally. But I liked that process because while that was happening, we got lucky twice. The sports uh, industry restructured, not because of COVID, but because of some uh, legal decisions. And also the current uh, sports teams realized that you can monetize uh, your assets way differently. So by the time we got the major out, we had a, a program that was really tested internally and was designed for the external changes. And now the changes actually happen. So we are, the timing wise, we, this is very lucky for us. And, uh, but we were thinking ahead three years ago anyway. Jason, give us an idea what the landscape looks like. What, what are kinds of opportunities are waiting out there for graduates that specialize in sports management? There's a whole variety of uh, areas of specialization. There's there's the things that I think everybody thinks about, right? You go work for a a, a big team, whether it's in uh, uh, soccer or uh, football, ice hockey, baseball, right? I mean, those are the things that everybody thinks about. But there is a, a, an increasing scope of opportunities that exist around uh, supporting. Uh, facility management, doing things like uh, spectator safety management and working in high school and even down into peewee leagues. And then there are these burgeoning new opportunities in areas, including one that uh, Morali is, uh, is really developed in his own courses. And, and we have some unique expertise on UMaine's campus in eSport, right, where, where really the landscape is changing and, and sport is no longer just a major national uh, league of some sort, but there's international sport, there's e-sport, and and everything in between. I imagine this major is built on, as you alluded to, Jason, a a solid foundation. So these students are still taking accounting and finance and marketing courses, and then they expand on that and try to apply it to this this particular specialty of sports management. They take those basics and apply it in, in that area. Yeah, so so let me talk a little bit about the core, and then Morali will talk about what the major itself looks like. So the, at the main business school, all students, regardless of their major, take the same 11 courses in common, which is a common curriculum that, uh, that world-class business schools use all over the country. They're introduced to accounting and finance, marketing, management, information systems, law, business strategy, they get introduced to all of this content and all of it is brought together for, across the core for all of those students. What the majors do then is they allow students to dive more deeply into a particular domain. And, and, and I think Morali could really talk about the, the evolution of uh, or the track that is the sport management major itself. We, we took uh, the view of the industry first. We went to the market. I'm, I'm from industry before this. I was working in the sports industry. So I used the networks and, and asked, uh, what is the market going to need in the next five years at least? Um, and then we realized that there are three main core courses that we need out of the five required to become a sports management major. So the three, obviously, marketing is very important in sports because uh, everything relies on broadcasting rights, marketing rights, etc. So we offer sports marketing as one of the core. Then you need to know the business of sports. Sports is a business, right? So we offer sports management, which covers that aspects of it from every single thing. Uh, someone who just takes sports management will understand that it is business per se and walk out of there. Then the third one is very important. We are going to offer that first time at the University of Maine. Uh, a course called Sports Practicum. 
which essentially builds up uh, relationships with external parties in sports uh, in a consulting role. So we are going to help the students uh, connect and uh, with organizations which want to uh, pr develop projects in sports. Uh, some of the projects are currently there, some of them will be going up front. So they need support, but the students get that kind of consulting experience and then understand the sports industry much deeper. This is not an internship, it's a practicum. So it's far deeper uh, breadth and, and also depth-wise. Then uh, after that, they finish the three core courses. We are, we are planning to offer uh, two electives uh, that students can take, but we, are, we hope to have a range of electives. One of the electives is, for example, eSports. Another one could be sports ethics. Another one could be sales and sports, for example. Another one is sports analytics. Right? So they pick two out of that choices and then add to the three core, there'll be five subjects. Anybody who's seen the movie Moneyball knows that analytics, right, are, are really coming into sports, and that's the, obviously the big topic. Jason, you talked about the opportunities that are out there, and obviously there's some obvious ones, the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, that kind of thing. Then there's some growing sports. There's lacrosse as a professional league now, and there's women's soccer. But And you mentioned eSports. How about other opportunities, adventure-based sports or outdoor sports? Is there a growing field of places that sports management majors can go? Yes, I, I think absolutely. And, and, and really, it's, if, we think about, uh, if we think about the pursuit of sport as a business, we see everything from those adventure-based sports to some of our outdoor recreation kind of opportunities that turn into sport venues. Those core skills that Morali was just articulating that our, our talented faculty, also uh, Sue Murden is, is uh, teaching the sport marketing class, those, those skills that they're teaching, how to activate sponsors, how to do facilities management, how to think about the business of sport, allow us uh, to train students to participate in a wide variety of different industries um, and, and really feel confident that they have a skill set that will allow them to adapt to any one specific context but still uh, run a successful uh, sport business. Morali, UMaine obviously has the only Division I athletics program in the state and several high-profile sports. Can you talk about the collaboration with the Black Bears program? What advantages might that bring? The collaboration actually started from day zero when Ken Ralph, uh, the new athletic director, came on board. Uh, we uh, asked his help to join the planning committee uh, for the degree, and he has been with us 120%. Um, I just met with him last week to discuss in detail about the sports practicum course, for example. And one of the things that we're going to do with the program, uh, Black Bass, is uh, we've got an infusion, as you know, of tremendous amount of funds to, to change uh, the landscape of sports within the humane community. So we need to build a lot of things, new pitches, new facilities. So this is a tremendous uh, opportunity for our students in the sports practicum, sports management major to work with the Black Bears in that way. But equally, uh, we would like Ken and his team to be participating in teaching some of the, the elective subjects, for example, because that's how the students get immersed uh, in talking to subject matter experts, not only within faculty, but people who uh, work for sports on a daily basis. Like faculty like myself and Susan Murden and a couple of other people, uh, we have worked in sports and then became academics and do consulting. But people like Ken Ruff, that's his day-to-day -day, uh, focus. So we would like him to be really part of this, and he is. 
Jason, what has the feedback been like from students who are interested in this particular major? And are UMaine student-athletes one of the key groups that are going to be interested in this new major, do you think? I have no doubt that UMaine student-athletes will be one of our core core groups. We heard from athletics as soon as, as, soon as the major was approved uh, by the University of Maine system. They wanted, a, they wanted a little one-pager to put in front of student-athletes the next day. They were ready. They've been hearing about this. We have students, uh, student-athletes asking all the time. Um, and when I give tours to student-athletes, it's one of the things that I, I promote. But we're, we're expecting and are already hearing that this is a much broader set of interests, right? It's not just students who are joining the University of Maine and are playing Division One or club athletics. There is a whole group of students who are deeply passionate about sport and and excited about the opportunity to learn more about the business of sports and how they can plug into that. And, and so we expect that we will see not only those student athletes, but a broad uh, cross section. The, the major has, has not yet even been, you know, in the catalog, so to speak, for 60 days. And yet we already have double-digit majors declared, like students that have enrolled in Morales' class. They're juniors, they're seniors, they're first-year students. They're declaring the major. They're saying, I want to graduate with this degree um, before it's even uh, a semester old. So it's really, we're, we anticipate that the demand will only uh, explode from here. The ink isn't even dry yet, and here you go. Right. That's great. Right. Morali, can you talk about the collaboration with the University of Southern Maine, which already has a program in place? How's that going to work? We recognize and respected USM, uh, University of Southern Maine, from day one again, uh, knowing that they've been in this game of, uh, of offering sports management. I use the word game because you're talking about sports management, obviously. Uh, and we went down to actually see them. You know, We discussed with them and said, look, um, we've got a unique uh, target market here, like what Jason said. We are a D1 school. Our athletes actually won a program but we couldn't offer a program and that's why hence we're offering a program. But our athletes are not the only target market we have. Like USM, we also receive a lot of international students who want to come to our flagship university, I mean, Orono, uh, especially from the Far East, like South Korea, for instance. And they are very keen to do uh, programs like sports management because U.S. sports is big. So if they graduate here and go back to Korea and Japan and China, um, pretty much uh, the currency of their degree is strong, but we don't offer that. Um, and I actually sit in the Office of International Programs Advisory Board. I often take calls from the center saying, do we have a sports management program? When are we going to offer? So we, we have a chance to attract the students to come to a flagship because we have the program. So we explained this to USM and said, we can work together, but this is where we are going. So there's no uh, much overlap. But now there's overlap because they have the main law school over there. And way a few years ago, I actually talked to the law school dean to offer sports law. Uh, that means business school here to co-teach with them over there. So I think this is a very good opportunity now that we have the program to go back and revisit those kind of collaboration. Jason, maybe you could put this into a little bit of context for us. We all know sports is a, a big business in this country. Is this one of the fastest growing fields for people interested in pursuing a business career? How does it fit into the big picture of how business majors places they can go to do what they want to do. 
It's a field where there is enormous job growth and opportunity. I don't think that it's necessarily one of the biggest majors, nor is it going to displace, you know, the broad uh, industries that are finance or accounting or, or marketing. But it is a rapidly growing field with, uh, with really increasing headcount. Um, some, of the, some of the statistics that we pulled down when we were talking and sharing the opportunities that exist here is that this is a, a $1.3 trillion industry globally, right? I mean, it's in, it employs uh, hundreds of thousands of people uh, at all different levels of, of sport uh, and engages uh, hundreds of millions and probably billions of people on a weekly basis as fans and engaged in the in the broad business of sport whether as customers or uh or uh those that are offering the thing and so we are seeing that this is an a, a really strong opportunity and that there are uh there are opportunity there are demands in the field for uh sport management majors and people with training in the field of sport that are not being filled now. So there are there are really strong job prospects for students, especially as we broaden and provide them with a really well-rounded, internationally relevant uh, training in sport management. I'm excited to share some, some more things that uh, uh, based on your question, uh, because the U.S. has got a very uh, huge professional sports league out here, we got four major leagues. And thank you, Jason, for bringing soccer in at the very beginning, because I'm a big soccer fan. I used to work in soccer. I heard your criticism about my previous talks, and I got it. I, I recognize it's the biggest industry by the number of fans globally. Thank you, so Jason. I, I have now internalized that. It's publicly recognized, so thank you. But Ron, I want to get back to the fact that uh, because we are so busy with the existing sports, we, uh, the media kind of forgot that we, uh, in the next seven years, the U.S. will host, obviously, the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles, which is the biggest sports event. And then two years before the 2026, we're going to host the second biggest sports event, which is the FIFA World Cup. North America has got the rights. But why I'm saying that is usually in any uh, country where you have those kind of events, the industry just uh, grows hugely, massively, because you have to get ready for the event. right? You put in resources and so on. But we already have the good leagues and then we have these two things coming about. So the whole decade is going to be a lot about jobs and, and jobs that come in different ways. And the last thing I want to add to that is because of those things, many companies have realized if they never were involved in leveraging sports, how could they leverage sports? One good example is Goldman Sachs. Right? Two years ago, they saw that, look, all those athletes in the US don't manage their wealth properly. So how do we help them? So Goldman Sachs is a dedicated sports uh, athlete wealth management sector hiring ex-professional athletes to manage this. So they themselves have done their research and realized got to leverage this. So there's hundreds of other companies that are not in sports, leveraging sports. And that's where the jobs are too. Anybody who's seen the hit show Ted Lasso on Apple TV knows that uh, the beautiful game, soccer as it's known here, or of course football over in, in the UK, is, uh, it knows that is a, a very big sport indeed. Uh, but has this discussion and this happening led to taking the lid off uh, other discussions about other focus areas for business students. It would seem, in a way, that Maine would be a great place to study environmentally-based businesses and careers, recreation-based businesses and careers. Are, are those 
discussions happening? Where, where else might this go? Uh, what, what other focus areas might, might arise out of this? We've got the evolution, really, of, of two different tracks. So we are in early discussions around the additional ability to build specialization in information systems as a major around particularly security management. We've all, I'm sure, seen the news about all of the cybersecurity threats and the phishing attacks and all of the ransomware stuff that's happening. And there's really a, a national epidemic there. And so uh, faculty in the business school are working to put together a proposal for that. And, and so that is started in a process. And then we're additionally seeing the, the opportunities to open up new specialized concentrations in the main MBA. And so there is uh, a whole variety of specializations that exist in the MBA, very similar to the undergraduate degree that we've just been talking about in sport management, where a core MBA uh, set of content is delivered, and then there's a three-course specialization, and and we have uh, specializations that exist, uh, concentrations in the MBA that exist in everything from healthcare management to sustainability, to global policy, to outdoor industry, recreation, nonprofit management. So so we do see and we really value those opportunities to provide uh, a specialized opportunity to study that dials students in on some of the very specific contextual needs of participating in one field or another, as long as we're always building on that strong business backbone. If you had to go back 20 years and then think about what business education is like now or what the main business school is like now. How different is it going back, I'd say, 20 or 25 years? Would somebody back then even recognize what uh, the you know, business education looks like today, or is it just a natural progression and it's just evolved into this? At some level, it's recognizable, right? The field of business has been evolving for uh, really since, you know, the time of Adam Smith and, and has been increasingly systematized and, and, and made to be more scientific and intentional uh, for quite some time now. And yet the incredible faculty that have been able to and have chosen to join the University of Maine and the Maine Business School have really started to push the boundaries of how do we think about business education? How do we make sure that we're delivering high impact teaching practices, engaged experiences that are adaptive to context? And 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 Morali and, and Sue with sport management, the information systems faculty, uh, the finance faculty, we just had a conversation with some of the accounting faculty yesterday, really looking at how do we really serve our students well recognizing that we need to do the core of business well, but we also want to provide them with a clear pathway and an opportunity to pursue their interests and give them a leg up. And I think that opportunities like what Morali is doing with the sport management practicum, I, I never had an opportunity like that when I got my undergraduate business degree. But how transformative that is to be able to take project that I worked on for a live organization and say, all right, I would like a job. Here's an example of the work that I can do for a world-class organization that needed support. Morali, one of the things about being a sports fan, you mentioned you're a big soccer fan, is passion. Where does that fit into the equation? People invest their lives in so much into sports sometimes, maybe a little bit too much sometimes, but 
Does that sort of enter into the equation of what people pursue for a career and passion becomes part of that too? For me, I've actually lived that. You know, I was a soccer fan who ended up working for a soccer organization for a decade. Uh, so that, um, I remember early part, I was looking for the check at the end of the month because, you know, you think it's another job. But later on, the checks came, uh, the bonuses came, you know, the compensation came, but you were traveling all over the world. Uh, soccer became important. Sports was your life. Uh, your family, you know, kind of revolves around sports already. And you now you go to other countries and you think of the sports event first. It's the event in Japan and then you bring the family for a vacation. The, instead of vacation first and then the event. So I when I teach the classes, um, I, I tell the students that I say that uh, there's two paths you can take. You can go to the sports industry or you can actually work in another uh, business which leveraging sports, right? Like the example I gave earlier. But at the end of the day, um, just like anything in life, sports is very... Uh, a passionate, uh, what do you call it, pathway, but it is a little bit different from other things. Like if you were a LA Galaxy fan for soccer, MLS, right? Or if you were a Cubs fan, very rarely would you change because your team was losing. You know, you would be a diehard fan to the very end. I mean, unless you are very strategic with your friends and changed and only support the winning teams. So that's very rare, right? Uh, so that's one of the things that uh, speaks of passion in sports. Like we are there from day one to the day we go, right? So sports has that ability to hook you in and you, you talk about all the players as if they were your family, right? You know their stats better than your family's stats, you know, sometimes. Not the immediate family, the other relatives and so on. So I, I think you're right. In that in that sense, I agree totally. You know, I, And I tell the students that and, and they buy in because they are taking the sports uh, courses because of that. I mean, they are fans too. I'm recalling one of the lines from uh, a character in that in that show, Ted Lasso, when he says, football is life, right? <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. We wish you all uh, much success. It sounds like you guys are on a great path here, and uh, we thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. This is great. Thanks for tuning us in. You can find us in a number of spots, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, as well as Humane's Facebook and YouTube pages. Get in touch with any questions or comments at mainquestion at maine.edu. This is Ron Lesnett. We'll catch you next time on The Main Question.